3: and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on
1: YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, the Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
3: 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michael Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Munganist, St. Louis here and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Selvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson. With you here on this award-winning HD2 radio program, one of the best HD2 radio shows in St. Louis. Doug, so, that's are there something. others? Mm-hmm.
0: I'm actually well, serious. Are there? How many I, do we compete with on are. a daily
3: basis? Okay? she's on HD2. Oh, for as far say- as like a show with people oh, talking. No, no. I no. think I th- we're think number one. Yeah, we may be indeed yeah. number one. Parentheses by default. You know who else is number one? The St. Louis Cardinals, Doug, because they are coming. Trela, Trela, you said all over your chest, and here they are having reeled off a winning streak. How do you do, Nolan Arenado? Let's take a listen to Chip Carey's call on Bally Sports Midwest.
1: Hit the lever. Nolan Arenado's last walk-off hit. Well, it's been it a while. It. How about one right here? One ball.
2: No strike, strike. Great.
3: To say. Wow, he smashed that. Ooh. Now, what did, they, what did it sound like on the Marlins broadcast, Doug? Because oh, the Marlins are, uh, are experiencing a, a losing streak here. They haven't won since the All-Star break. Take a listen if you would. Oh. Six
1: walk-off hits. His last was against the Diamondbacks a few years ago.
2: most recent
3: is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a nice call. <laughs> yeah.
4: Arnauto's having a season very similar to last year when he was third in the MVP. And
3: facility. keep in mind, he started off horribly. Yeah. So if uh, people were able to make some uh, fantasy baseball acquisitions.
4: I've you... had him all year. And, I said, and how's it how, treating I said, the prime ministers? Well, he's okay, but I sit in 10th place. And it, here's what's really got me hacked oh, no. off.
3: Oh. No, 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 no. Last no, no.
4: Friday, the Cardinals start a game, and then it gets carried over to Saturday. Wilson Contreras has a home run, two hits, five total bases, and it doesn't count. Yahoo doesn't count it. It's cost me three categories right now.
3: Talk to Joe. Why?
4: Chance. I did. He said Yahoo will fix it.
3: I think Yahoo does fix that, but I'm. they, Had, they it, haven't? Yeah, I know. But they do do that. They probably had the same thing with the Reds and Giants, which was suspended and then finished last night, and the Reds lost both of those games last night. Yeah. By the way, the Brewers also lost, so the Cardinals are coming, tre la they are not in last place anymore. And uh, and I would imagine by Sunday, after they wrap up the series in Chicago, there'll be a third-place ball club, and that's going to be fun. It'll be another great comeback story in St. Louis, just like the 2011 team.
0: I hate Josh Naylor. Why? Just- <laughs> Hammond Bellinger, the number one and number two player for the last two weeks, and he has 11 RBIs in three days. Oh, and you're playing somebody who hasn't. Who's that? Flavin Mesfin, who's in fifteen. Flavin Mesfin. Mesfin. <laughs> Check oh. these little numbers out. This is absolutely insane. 13 home runs, 35 RBIs in, what, five days, four days? Sweet mother of mercy. Yeah, who it, counts it's those? insane, man. I can't. got to tip the cap to Flavin because I—
4: well, what do you do when your guys use the whole run guy- and they don't
0: count? It? Those two guys are beating me. Not just his team. Just those two guys are beating me in every single offense. Oh.
1: Well, Doug, if Google doesn't count it, you I go can. to you go to your commissioner and say Google didn't
0: count it. I need you to put that in there.
4: I wrote a little message on the board, and Joe said y- Yahoo should fix it. They'll
0: fix it by and the end of it. the matchup. I don't know why they won't fix that they're it. They're mid. Going to.
3: I know th- I really do think they will fix it. If I, not, for my entertainment's sake, it'll be wonderful.
0: Here's here's
4: why they won't fix it. The game started Friday, and as far as I remember. Contreras did not have his home run when the game was called. So they picked it up again Saturday, and since it was a doubleheader next to Contreras' name, they had the red X, like he wasn't going to play. I figured that that was the second game that he wasn't going to play, so I put him on the bench. So then he had a home run for what was really Friday's game. But during Friday's game, you can't take players in and out. He was in on Friday.
3: Uh, Producer Joe is uh, listening to the show this morning, and uh, that's, that's great to hear because this will allow you two to have a conversation, probably oh, via man. me as proxy. Oh. Uh, and uh, let's see what Joe has said to say. Doug want to talk about the fact he had Contreras on the bench.
4: I didn't when the game Saturday. started. No, the game uh, started He just Friday. said it,
3: Producer Joe. He just Get said, screwed! Uh, you just said <laughs> that Contreras wasn't on the bench on Friday.
4: No, he wasn't. But the game only lasted what four innings, three or four innings. So in that same game, he hit a home run. Only he did it the next day.
3: God, this is gonna be a moment. When did they start hey, doing that? I don't run that? a Joe Roger league. Oh, didn't
1: <laughs> Didn't back in the day, if the game got rained out, you just started over. Uh, no, you suspend it if it hasn't completed uh, five and a half innings. Yeah, so it's not a game. So I thought they just went back and that game's washed out and we go to a new game. Part of the double uh, header Controversy.
3: Could this bring this league down that's, had a, that's celebrating its 10th anniversary? I mean, I, I would all thought, the
0: other I'm sick of this league already. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Fix this league. I'm running to damn buzzsaws out here. I mean, oh. Dick Dodum put on a clinic. That's just guys Dick having put on nights. a damn clinic for me last week. I mean, well, hey. you've
1: had some weeks like that where you've done that.
0: That's true. That's where you just true. tip your hat. I have to tip my hat this week. 13 home run, 35 reviews with five days to go is pretty damn well, That's impressive. only two categories. Yeah, I, yeah but then, he, he just right beat now. me up. Well, uh, are you
3: calling for uh, the resignation of the commissioner? Yes.
4: <gasps> wow. Step, do the right thing, Joe. Wow. Step down. I
1: haven't seen that for years. Maybe I'll get back in the
3: league if he's gone. Mm. Who's going to step up and take it, Doug? I know you've said you've won a moral no,
0: spot. I think he has to no.
5: do it. Yeah.
0: Does Joe it. like hate commission? Like, I, I don't, he, had, he can't like this, but there are some people that like hate watch like TV Catreras. shows. I have a lot of like. People that I hate on my Facebook page that I keep as friends, like, I feel like this is, like, Joe's, like, therapy. Like, every eight months he just settles in. Is it possible
4: that he's just nice enough to do it when no one else wants he, to? It is no.
0: very nice that he, oh, man, Iggy was quick for that one.
1: <laughs> Couldn't even get it.
3: What do you have there? A clear Gatorade, or is that water yeah, in a Gatorade bottle? Water. Oh, interesting. I did not
1: feel like stopping for Gatorade this morning. I have to go into to
3: 7-Eleven as a whole deal.
0: <laughs> Why would that be a whole deal? These two minutes of annoyance.
1: Because they're never ready to take your order. I'd be the only guy in there. I got my Gatorade, and he's nowhere to be found.
4: Yeah. Don't you have a QT or something uh, efficient around you?
1: There's a 7-Eleven right across the street from my house. That's why I go there.
4: But I said efficient. Oh, I don't know. Boy, those people at QT, they're good.
0: Down on page. You know, I started getting into the, uh, the QT pretzels. I really didn't understand the QT kitchen for a long time. Yeah. I, I had a pretzel, and I keep having them. They're damn good. Oh, are they? Nice. They're a treat. How about the pizza? Have you had Q-t- I, the QT The only thing I've had there at the pretzel. I think that's the only thing I'm comfortable with right now. I'm going to ease my way into maybe more treats.
4: Their people are really good, though. They must hire from the same pool as Chick-fil-A. And because, Culver. Because they have bright, hustling people 711? there. 7-Eleven? No,
1: QT. Oh. I used to go there all the time when we were in uh, Kirkwood. Because it was right there on the way down Manchester. Yeah.
0: The plowhawk would drop
3: ass in the hawks.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they remodeled that, Hux. What so, it is. Yeah, it's still being remodeled. I walked in there the other day because Madison's parents live in Worson Woods. Oh. Near oh, the Wacko. Yeah, right near the Wacko. You know, that yep. trash area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked in, and it's, like, still, like, there's still beams and, like, framing, but they're still open, but everything's, like, covered in plastic. Do they, have kitchen, do they
1: have kitchens at QT? Sorry, Pauzy.
0: No, no, yeah, they do. Uh, most of them do. There are some yeah. still that do not.
1: Because there was a guy I always made fun of him. A cat would yell at me because I'd make fun of him. I said, I'm in there getting a soda or whatever I was getting, and this every day this guy comes out in a chef's shirt and a chef's hat stacking sandwiches. <laughs> I said, oh. what kind of a chef is there at QT? He goes, yeah, they cook back there.
0: Yeah, they do. I'm not for sure how they prepare it, but the efficiency because QT has kiosks. So you don't have to wait in line. You order your food, and they don't print a receipt. Then you go to the cashier, and they just mm-hmm. scan it. It's very efficient.
4: I made a special trip to the convenience store yesterday to get my lottery tickets. Now that uh, Powerball's up to a billion dollars. That is Did great. you win? Uh, the drawings tonight.
1: Ooh, think...
3: cats and dogs. What
1: I'm going to do billion. is i going
4: to And Mega wait. Millions is like
1: 700 million. I'm going to wait to see who wins, and then I'm going to say they followed me 30 years ago. Then I get some money.
4: Nice. They followed you?
1: Fondled me. Like, fondled
4: wow. you. Oh, I thought you said me. followed You're too. You're going to accuse them of sexual They, they fondled me
1: 30 doing. years ago. You want to settle out of court?
5: Good to talk about it on the radio before you do it. Well, <laughs> yeah,
4: and 30 years ago, we'll you would have been this. in your 30s.
1: So you still fondled me without me saying you could.
4: Oh. Well, it's not like you were a child or something. No. They'll say it's consensual.
0: Now, Doug, if you win $600 million, how much are you throwing at the show? Are you yeah, that's th- a good question. Are you going to get us from HD1 to hd HD1? I'll, HD, I'll HD two give everybody a little one. something. Nice.
4: I'll give you a little we'll something. A little
0: gift bag.
3: You, give a, you let us wet our beaks.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I
4: mean, wouldn't it be fun to be gifted a billion dollars and maybe give all your relatives 10000 or fifteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 to all your relatives? Oh, 100%. And your coworkers 10 or 15 bucks. I would have to <laughs> think I
3: would get the less popular MFF. I would have to think I would get do it. that. I would if you have want, to think. If you want a
1: billion, you'd give your relatives 10,000?
0: Oh No, I'd give them a million each. Yeah, I would too. My parents wouldn't even know what to do with a million.
1: I'd split it with my family. I'd split it with my nieces and my brothers and sisters, and I'd just say, okay, I want a billion, you're all getting 200 million.
4: I, my nephew... Well, that's not going to last <laughs> very long then.
1: 200 million is not going to last very long? Not
4: each one. That'd be, that'd be five people would get their 200 million. You'd be out of money already.
1: Well, maybe less. I mean, I didn't do the math I'm off the top of my head, but all right, I'll give them all $100 million. How about that? They can't pitch about okay, that. A lot tough.
3: of anger right now in this CDF group uh, text inbox, Doug, and that's unfortunate because I would have thought what? this winning streak from the fourth place St. Louis Cardinals, the doggies at the top of the table, uh, drink is a new man, mm-hmm. uh, all of St. Louis sports trending in an incredible direction and i would have thought the edf group text inbox would have reflected that but alas that's not the case and before i read some of the vitriol i will let you know that you can text in 314-881-tma5 to the engineer design facilities now moving forward is the edf group text inbox most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the st louis market check out the newly revamped website the edfgroup.com and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. Contact the EDF Group. Email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. Uh, Chairman Steve, and he is in Wildwood, and he says, we're on a heater and you're talking about your little dork League, go F yourself, Doug. How about this? Instead of playing these childish games, go place a bet on a game. You can act like a man. (laughs) Also, that QT kitchen is intimidating, but Plowsy is right. Fire. You can see the kitchen?
0: Oh, yeah. It's right there, yeah. It's like an open concept. Kitchen to dining to cashier. (laughs) Well, it looks like a concession stand.
1: I mean, it doesn't you look like... You can see it. the kitchen. You see people back there cooking?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, microwaving. Like throwing and, pizzas
4: in an oven and that kind of stuff. Fast food The one in Kirkwood. I never saw anybody cooking.
3: He definitely said followed, not fondled. Dumb bit. Horrible execution. <laughs> the clap's gone to this guy's brain. That's from Brian Henson, but <laughs> he's covering the Colts. Well, I said fondled, and if...
1: When you're done with the badminton, <laughs> high school badminton tournament, you're covering why not you listen Damn. all
0: better. I love the, how there's like a live grading system it takes here.
3: <laughs> uh, producer Joe is still listening to the show this morning, and uh, he is not pleased with the criticism oh. of uh, the league and, Doug, your suspension that cost you a home run. He says Google seems to be able to answer this question effectively, and then he sent me a screenshot of suspended games rules When a game is suspended, all players scoring up until the suspension is applied. The remainder of the game's scoring for all players will be applied retroactively once player resumes using stat corrections. Since stat corrections are only processed on Mondays, there may be a posting delay. There you go. Uh, exception, in head-to-head leagues, correction will only be processed if they apply to the most recently completed matchup.
4: Well, why wouldn't they always be applied? Why
3: would you uh, I always own, get it right? Uh, Google. Joe does.
0: Well, let's well, well, uh, just so hope uh, you don't lose
1: your uh, match by a home run and a couple RBIs. Yeah, well, I
0: know I will. Well, he's a couple. You're a game or two away from, I know, the playoffs, about seven yeah. weeks. Yeah, the, I got a crucial game this man, week. Man, if you get a half game. Who are you away. playing, bro? Uh, it's Vaughn, I think. And you play me next week. Oh, no. And I'm out for freaking blood. It's Vaughn. It's still around. Oh, it's yeah, fun.
3: Yeah, that league has basically the same group of people in it.
1: Yeah, he was a big member of the old ZSDL uh, fan page.
3: Message, message, board, the message, message board. Message board, yeah. yeah Doug, you were all over that, too, just like you are all over the fan page. He, uh, <laughs> he used was... to
4: show up at the live events. He I, did, and he would
3: dry hump a tripod.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: He had some issues. <laughs> I think the fan page is bad. That thing was a cesspool.
0: Oh, <laughs> I heard that was fa- like fun oh for the whole God, family. That's... I heard they were Ugh. really normal. Mm. Uh,
3: if you take the upfront payout, after taxes, the billion will be about $280 million. Thanks. No. That's from Cuckleberry Finn.
0: That's
1: not, not true. No, it's not. They're taking 70-something percent of your winnings. No.
3: Well, I think the billion is reduced substantially by the upfront, as opposed to getting it paid out over X number of years.
0: Probably 690 yeah. million. Oh, is that really what it is? It's reduced I, I, I by 31 percent. Oh, I would guess wow. because the payout over time, I don't think you would be able be able to get that much. I don't. Well, well only
4: your heirs would get be getting it for years.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't play, so I don't I won't win, so I won't be giving any money away. So I was just kinda
0: throwing out numbers. I don't really care what they take let's away. Let's say it's a seven hundred million lump sum, fifty percent of that, right? Forty percent, fifty percent in Missouri, I don't know what it is. Nonetheless, you're at least looking at three eighty to four hundred, right? Like I would think. that that's yeah. probably about the number. And I can do I can deal with that. Sure. I don't think I would complain about six hundred million being Taken out when I have the four hundred million.
1: You shouldn't have to pay taxes on that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> all the people. That's a lot of money. All to the go people, A lot of people in jail say that same thing. <laughs> all the people that have paid for lottery tickets, they all have already already paid taxes on the money they've given you. You pay taxes on your ticket that you bought, so you get more money because you played a lottery. Now you got to give the government part of that.
0: Well, that's how it works. But it's for the kids. The only reason the lottery exists is so we can help Our schools are in such great shape that they're (laughs) giving all that money to the schools.
1: (laughs) Schools are in such great shape, all the money they're giving to the schools.
0: (laughs) They should have gold-plated Why don't you you pay
1: taxes? You think the the lottery people pay taxes on the money they get? Sure. No, they don't.
4: Well, you think they're exempt from taxes?
0: They
1: say they're giving it to the schools, so they don't pay taxes on it.
4: I don't know about that.
0: I tell you what, I give my parents about twenty million to say, "Hey, hold on to this because I may go on a little spree." Taxes oh, are and a sh- this taxes are
1: joke. It's the biggest yeah. ripoff in the history much. of government. Income sure. tax
0: is you. a joke. Income tax is definitely and do property tax like nice. that is annoying as hell. I this. I get wanting to redo the roads, but you don't see the results. I still have potholes. To, I mean, I I would love to see some results for my money, or at least a receipt to from the city a, every the, year about the, what they did with my cash.
4: For me, it's the wasted spending on tax money that gets me. Which is... Some of the, some of the ways our government spends our money, that's what... That's
1: I blame the government saying. for the Rams leaving. How about that? You
4: do. Why? I, that's a... T- that, that t- like the local government?
1: When Georgia Frontier died, if those kids didn't have to pay that uh, death tax or whatever it's called when you get yeah, all that money... Inheritance tax. Inheritance tax, they'd still have the team. But yeah. they had to pay that tax. They couldn't afford it, so they sold the team. Right. So I'm blaming the government for the Rams leaving
4: right it cost Joe Robbie the uh, Miami Dolphins too it cost the Robbie family
3: the- guys fun to listen to Iggy figuring out how taxes work live on the air this morning that's from Curtis Sanford's greasy five hole oh come on Sanford I'm not
0: figuring
1: it out as I go along I'm telling you what it does i think having why to- should they have to pay the tax on that their mother their mother paid taxes on all that money I know. so i'm giving it to you you're going to pay more taxes on it it's already been paid off that money
0: I know. if you buy a used Toyota Corolla like you still have to pay yearly on that like i, I don't i don't understand that like, I'm already paying the insurance. I'm paying, you know, I paid out-of-pocket for it or I'm paying monthly payments. Why do I have to pay a tax every year just to own this thing? Like, those are the ones that really don't make sense.
1: Well, my car, my, my hoopty, it was like a year ago in November that I crashed that thing.
0: Wasn't yeah, that I, the one that it, disintegrated it, yeah, the disintegrated dust? Disintegrated yeah, disintegrated the crash, I was, just crash.
1: Just sitting, I was sitting on the asphalt. Um, <laughs> just
0: holding the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, like Bugs
3: Bunny. Where'd it go?
1: Um, but when I got my uh, personal property tax... Um, that, whatever, whenever I got it, I put, I do not own this car anymore. And then that will help you next year. All right. Well, this year I got another thing saying your plates are due.
4: I don't, I don't own the car. Do you guys read the stuff? Do you send in? Did you tell them? Did you scratch that car off your personal property
1: mail? Yes. And you I on? said, I don't own this car anymore.
4: Okay. <laughs> But the, and this is a different calendar year because it starts January 1st. I
1: don't know. I just know why they sent it
5: to me. They don't did, own the car anymore. Didn't you crash it in 2021? Yeah. Crash it. I so, didn't crash it. So was, in
4: the 2022 declaration statement appeared at your house, you should have crossed that car off. You did not well, own it anymore. Well, I probably did. But if you didn't, you'd, you'd get letters like well, you're I getting it's, now. I think it says something
1: on there. If you don't own this car anymore or this property... There's a little thing there that says, no, I don't own this car anymore. It's yeah. disintegrated. Just the image of, like, a car, not just Iggy's, a car, just like... this, <laughs> well, do not matter. Wheels pay- are off. I'm not paying just... the tax on it because I don't own the car.
4: Well, maybe you need to go to the DMV and get that straightened. I don't need to go to the DMV. I don't have a car. <clears throat>
1: well, you can't my... get there because you don't have the car. <laughs> not my car, but <laughs> no, everything's taken care you of. You
4: can probably do it online. No, can't. <laughs> everything's <you? laughs> taken care <laughs> of. It is nice.
1: <laughs> thanks thanks to the Mungan boys. <laughs> oh. I don't have to go to the DMV. I don't i ever have to step foot in that
3: place again. Uh, Why don't you tell people about Munganess since they uh, are taking care of you? Mm -hmm.
1: They're the greatest people in the
3: world. How about that? The greatest people in the world. I wouldn't wouldn't have a car
1: without Jamie and and Munganess. I told the story, I think, but after I had the crash, I had to wait like 20 minutes to text Tim because I was like shaking. I was sitting on the guardrail. On
4: 270. Yeah. Was that your
1: first text? Yeah, it was. And I texted Tim. I said... I don't, know nice, if I'll, <laughs> I don't know when I'll be there, if at all, but I just had an accident on 270. I'll get there when I can. Uh, I think I sent you a picture of the car. And uh, I guess you said something on the air, because 10 minutes later, I got a text from Jamie saying, Iggy, don't worry about anything. When you get to the station, we'll have a car waiting for you. Oh, That's how good they are. Yeah. And uh, they've been taking care of me and Doug and Tim. Take care of Plaza. He's got to take his car in for service. Oh, you
0: could even, my cars are alive today, because I'm not i have
1: been course. taking the bus to work.
0: The important thing is they take
4: care
3: of everybody. Oh yeah, and that's, that's the key. Doug. Take everybody care of... gets the same yeah, service. Not well, just insane. if you're on the dais. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why there's hundreds of listeners that have gone out there. That is true. That zero zero two nine. That is the number you can text it specifically for our listeners, uh, and also go to stlouisaccurate.com and altontoyota.com. It's Muggins' sponsor of the seven o'clock hour and today's daily fantasy sports showdown, Doug. And now it's on to Carnoustie, Carnoustie. where they will take on this. Challenging golf course if the Hawk is up, but will the Hawk be up well, at Royal Liverpool? We will uh, talk about it. Is that what it is? Is it Royal
0: Liverpool?
1: Yeah, no Firth of no Fifth this week, Doug, just the Irish Sea. For
0: heaven's sakes. I okay. saw the the RNA didn't put any live golfers in the feature groups. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Really? Which is weird. It's uh, amazing yeah.
1: because isn't uh, Kepka playing with um, McElroy or ROM?
0: I don't. I don't know the. Well, exact I would pairing. say
1: he's in a featured
3: group if that's the case.
1: Yeah, because I think somebody posted. Guy, pull up the pairing. I don't
0: have the featured so. group. I thought that that was what the tweet said.
1: Kepka's with somebody. Cause got, they said Twitter this would be an interesting right. pairing, and it was Kepka with somebody really big on the PGA Tour that I guess doesn't like live or something. And, and
3: stop with that. Oh no, he's playing with Cantlay. Oh, that's it. Who he complained about? Yeah. At the oh, Masters yeah. for pace of play. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was somebody that he's playing with. So. Well, I mean, I would say that's a featured group. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Can't lay Kepka and Matsuyama. I mean, you got a master's champion, you got two master's champion. Can't lay top 15s every damn major.
4: Now, when we go out and play public courses like Riverside, are we in the featured group? Yeah.
1: Yeah, just because we're on HD2, though. Okay. Is it the 18th hole, Tim? I saw where the out of bounds is like five feet off the fairway. Is that right? Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, white, now, there's The there's white bunkers stakes. will
3: be coming into play, and the 17th hole will set okay. up for a great amount of drama
1: on Sunday. And Liverpool. Getting up early, Doug? Starts when, like you have to get up like 6 no, o'clock? No, I won't. I can't wait to sit. No, in I seven, yeah. Sunday morning and Saturday morning okay. and tomorrow morning. The concert's Sunday night, but that should be over by then. What concert are you going to do, bro? Uh, Paramore. Big Haley Williams fan. Because of oh. her voice? Yeah, and she's a uh, good presence on stage, does a lot of bopping around. And bopping. The, the thing I'm really, I've never seen them before, but the thing that I've seen in videos. They love their fans. I mean, Paramore's been around for a long time.
4: What kind of music
1: is that? It's kind of popish, but then they have alternative. I mean, there's a couple songs that are played on uh, The Point, um, but they love their fans to the point where uh, uh, "Misery Business," which is my favorite song, they bring somebody out of the audience to sing the last part of the song with. Them. And everybody's singing in the crowd. I don't like that. I don't like when the whole crowd is singing and I can't hear. Yeah. I want to hear the band sing. I don't want to hear hear you. Right. And it happens too often. It happened at the Cure, but Paramore is really... I mean, everybody's singing. And it's like, I I hate that.
4: Well, don't go then.
0: Well, I want to see Paramore.
4: But you won't be able to hear them.
0: Just to finish, uh, I looked it up. There is no live, golf, and feature groups.
5: Well, but. Sam Smith
0: and
3: Sandra Shoffley and Wyndham
0: Clark. The little feature groups I have listed here, Spieth and Patrick Day. They Sheffler, call them feature groups? This is what they call, the they feature call groups
3: them. They call them I didn't know they call them because, I mean, I would just look at pairings Keffler, and go, oh, this is a group I'd want to watch. Sheffield, right.
0: Fleetwood, Scott, Hoblin, Finau, Thomas, and Rory, Rahm, and Rose. And then it goes also, these are the other matchups. They, so took, it,
3: they took care of Mickelson. He's playing with uh, Adam Shank and uh, <laughs> Nick Taylor.
0: <laughs> they hate it. <laughs>
3: they
0: hate it. I think they go by golf rankings. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I, know. I would rather watch the Matsuyama, Kapka, Cantlay group, and Shoffley, Cam Smith, and Clark.
1: Is this on ESPN Plus, too? Can you see it on ESPN Plus?
0: Gosh, I don't know.
1: they usually have. ESPN Plus has, like, five feature
0: groups. I'm looking for what Network.
5: USA Network. Uh, Thursday and Friday from 4 to 3 p.m., and then uh, it'll nice. be on NBC, NBC on Saturday
1: and Sunday. Yes, and my point about Mike Tirico that I talk about all the time—the guy just has to get so much airtime.
4: Well, he's the <laughs> number one guy. Well, do you, you know who? You know who the,
1: uh, do you know who the? Do you know who the broadcasters are in the booth for NBC?
4: Uh, Dan,
1: Dan, Dan Hicks, Hicks? Paul Azinger. Yeah. yeah, you know who's due in the booth for the British Open? Mike Tirico. Mike Tirico. You take out the number one broadcasting group. You just throw him in there for because like, like it's he's, a major. He's
4: just a host, like he's going to throw to them. He's doing or?
1: no. He's doing what Dan Hicks does. He's in the booth.
4: So Dan Hicks got bigfooted.
1: I guess that's Ann that's Aizinger being bigfooted. Ann Azinger. I forgot who the uh, commentator is, but it's not Azinger. They put somebody else in there with Tariko. I don't get it. Well, I mean, it just, that
4: happens sometimes in the news business.
1: I got to do. I got to do the. Oh, I got to do the big big events. Yeah,
4: that's. It's probably not his call. It's probably his boss's call.
1: I'm sure he had something to say about what he wanted to do when he took the job. I like Mike Tirico. I met him. He's a nice guy. He just seems to always jump in the big things. You sure. never, Costas wouldn't have jumped in the booth and be doing the play-by-play. Dan Hicks is out. I'm doing it. Mike Tirico catching shrapnel. Is <laughs> he is really one to do. He's a
3: polarizing figure. Kenneth the White, let's make a deal. You prove that you went to the Cure Show in Chicago, oh, God. and I'll gift you a guitar. And teach you how to play misery business. That's from Shrimply Pibbles.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I don't need to prove anything
3: to you people. And by you people, I mean people yeah, don't that think, say
1: you
4: people. People that think I didn't go to a concert. Ross Perot got in trouble for that. Well, I'm talking about
1: the people that think I didn't go to a concert. I don't need to prove anything to you anymore. When I get my poster from Chicago back framed, I'll show you that. How about
3: that? Oh, wow, Shrimply Pibbles, the action's now on you. You can call in 636-900-4TMA and talk it over. A lot of 75-year-old men will be at Paramore on Sunday night. Sitting outside waiting for their grandkids that can't drive yet to come out after the show. That's from mm. Mrs. Janney age You know, age is, just, age is just a number.
4: Just You
1: know, on. if you enjoy music, I'm too old to enjoy music. I was the oldest guy at Pitbull. You think I cared? <laughs> I cut that off. The guy at Pitbull.
4: <laughs> well, you wouldn't have looked like it if you just had a cut in color. <laughs> I did have a cut in
1: color.
3: <laughs> <Aureen>. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you are. If you enjoy music, enjoy music. <laughs> Uh, guys, Matt Steadman was also insanely jealous of Mike Tirico. We talked about it fairly regularly. Also, this was a long way for a short sip of humble brag by the wrinkled one. Mm. I met ter- Mike Tirico once. Dirk, durka, Dirk, Dirk. <laughs> That's from Brian Henshin. Doug, the Colts must be in a break. Durka, Uh <laughs> no.
1: no. Susie Adams just got hurt on the pitch of the uh, badminton tournament, so they're taking time out. <laughs> um, now,
4: when Bob Costas was the guy at NBC... He did show up at their prime events, yeah, like the Kentucky up. Derby. And the-
1: yeah, showed up, and he would do, like, features. He would throw it to a feature. He didn't He didn't do the play-by-play of the game. No. I mean, he's in the booth saying, "In round 18, he's got a short putt here. What do you think it's going to do? Whoever's out there, it's not Dottie know who he's even on the course, Smiley Kaufman, maybe. John Wood. I don't, I don't even know who the course commentators are
3: for NBC anymore. Um... I bet he didn't go out there and do that. Doug John Wood, Nota Begay, Smiley Kaufman, uh, Aaron Oberholzer, and John Cook.
4: Now, when there's a big news story, I mean, a big, huge news story, if it falls on the weekend or sometime when the main anchors aren't there, they will bring in the main anchors on a weekend, a night, whatever, and they will take over from the people who would have normally been scheduled to do that
1: show. Well, that's I'm kind sure. of the same thing that's happening here. Well, I'm sure Dan Hicks is available to do the British Open.
3: Uh, well, you know, Producer Joe is uh, still listening to the show and says, imagine my surprise that the moron is wrong. Hicks is doing play-by-play this week. Oh. Well, I saw, uh, I might have even been Marchant, or one of these
1: guys. Doug, he was Marchant. with the, uh, he the, the, media the,
3: Bruins. the Bruins, very emotional as the yeah. Blues celebrated the chalice in 2019. Right. Was he, was 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 wee- he in the, Post, wee- or the New York Post uh, media guy? Yes, right, well, and I, Andrew. Well, I mean, it's more shan uh, whatever, um,
1: <laughs> hey, it might. Have, it was on the. Uh, it was on the Golf Channel. One of those guys that write for the Golf Channel. I don't know if it's Adam Chipnick or somebody.
2: Chipnick. And it
1: said that Chipnick. Mike Tirico, <laughs> Mike Tarico and such and such will be in the 18th tower for the British Open. So, somebody else is wrong. Just like I said that they said mike uh or it was a bullpen start Monday. Now you didn't read that as Mike-less.
2: Maybe well, he's just calling well, I tweeted
1: Cole. out. I tweeted out where I saw <laughs> the article and I po- I posted on Twitter. This is where and it says Cardinals have a bullpen start Monday. So I wasn't making it up.
3: Don't Did they, s- they have a bullpen start on
1: Monday? No. But hey, I said I Michaelis. read that. And hmm. everybody's saying, Oh, you didn't see this. Mike they said Michael's right off the bat, you're making stuff up. So I posted the uh, the person I think it was might have been Rob Raines. But he's like, No, because he corrected himself (laughs) afterwards. But he was under the impression (laughs) of the bullpen start. So that's where I saw it. And that's why I said it. Just like I read where Mike Tirico, and I don't even know. And the thing they the reason they wrote is because Azinger's been taking so much crap lately of how bad he is. And he really is. He just every shot is what a great shot. Oh, that is a that's a that's a tournament shot there. What a great shot. I mean, everything is a great (laughs) shot. Well, um, maybe it
4: was, Maybe they were great
1: shots well, You get tired of it after a while huh. But that was the whole point of the article That they changed people in the booth Because you can get a break from Azinger Who is taking a lot of heat lately
5: So but, that's where Tiki, I read it. are you coming back to football Because you miss it? Or are you coming back to football Because you just had a big failure in broadcasting?
1: <laughs> so I didn't make this up I read it And that's why I said it So if it's wrong so be not it. On you. I didn't make. I'm just gonna make up that Torico's doing the play-by-play play this week, just so I can trash him. <laughs> and then he's not doing it no I, I read it. One of those golf guys. Chipmunk. Well, I'm not gonna go looking up. And... Maybe he's just gonna call.
4: Maybe he's just going call the 18th hole.
1: Nobody just calls the 18th hole. The well, people in the tower call the 18th and hole on, and they run the
3: thing. Dottie Pepper, Dot. you know, Crossing Network. No, she's CBC. Well, amazing does CBC. it. CBC.
1: He does ABC and NBC. <laughs>
3: But uh, uh, why does Iggy use this show as <laughs> his chance to air grievances? That's from the Chicago ginger. It's not a grievance. I have nothing against Mike Tirico.
1: You're a humble brag again. I met him. Him and uh, Lisa Cohn on the... Uh, Linda. Linda Cohn. Uh, Sister Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Cohn on the... Uh, and Linda popular. Cohn is tiny. I don't think she's five foot tall. Um, Rangers Mike men. Tirico and Linda Cohn on the uh, driving range at Congressional during, I think, the 90... Was it 96 or 97 U.S. Open? Jack's final U.S. Open. Um, but we, we had a nice chat. We talked, and he's been on the show a few
2: times. So <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's cousin
3: Ray's Eddie production with Cousin Eddie. God Almighty. <laughs> 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 um,
1: so very nice guy. Now, if you read the ESPN book, he wouldn't have had a job if it's would have. He'd have done that stuff like. Five years
0: ago. <laughs> Damn! I didn't know oh, Toriko was about what to do you know? I me. Mean,
1: Mike Tirico of all people. Well, go read, go read the ESPN. The first ESPN. And read book. it. Read what? I think it's something about um, in your rearview mirror.
4: It's
1: something that says, you know, when you're leaving a place, it looks good in your rearview mirror because you're leaving this place. Yeah. Something, whatever that saying is. But that was the first ESPN book that came out that just basically told stories about everybody who <laughs> worked there. And he was in there. So I'll just say, if you want to go read it, read it. I'm not going to rehash what they said.
4: Where do I get this book?
1: I may have it at home, actually.
4: Oh, yeah.
5: had an opportunity to go uh, into the NFL then. didn't. That was the only chance I had to go in and didn't go. And when I take a pay cut to go, which was hard to do at that time.
3: I don't even know that has to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> Guys, this dude has been the only one talking for 10 straight minutes. Way to get him the ball, Tim. That's from The loser. Mm-hmm. This segment might have more mispronounced names than the Game of Thrones recap episodes. That's from the Lake St. Louis Island boy. Good morning. I just looked it up. Linda Cohn is 5'5". Five, five. Thanks. Cockleberry Finn. I will
1: guarantee you not 5'5".
4: How tall do you think she
1: is? Maybe 5'2". Really?
4: <laughs>
1: okay. So she took a, take five, a five. shot too. Mike, Mike Tirico's not much bigger than that. go. <laughs> <Everybody's laughs> <though. laughs> Are you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to go, too. If I'm talking too much, I'll go.
4: No, this is Francesa
0: looking for something. Yeah, I thought that he was looking for uh, his pick for the Honda Classic in 2018. (laughs) But it's it's always going to happen.
4: The the networks have their their main guy that they pay millions of dollars to, and whenever they have a signature event, he's going to be there, going to be a part of it. Can't
1: be there. Just don't take over for two people that have been there all the time. But Dan Hicks is also doing play-by-play. In the 18th tower, they got him stuck in a booth somewhere. Let's go to Dan Hicks on 14. He's in the tower. So you're oh. mad
3: that Dan Hicks won't be on 18?
1: Yes, I would like Dan Hicks doing the producer
3: Joe. Niggy was right.
1: Unless Dan Hicks is in the 18th booth, then I'll apologize. But I don't think he is. It's
4: all about that 18th booth.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a job that he's got a job that uh, like I don't know, name somebody who's in a booth.
3: Barrett Sports Media production. Keys <laughs> connected. Jason Barrett says, "I'd like to see you here." The answer is when.
1: Yeah, Ian So they Baker. want him to bring let's it home. Go to, with let's you. go to Ian Baker Finch in the Thirteenth <laughs> Tower. Ian Baker Finch, who? Who? Ian Baker Finch. He loves to tell you how good he was, but you forget that he missed like 48 straight cuts.
3: <laughs> Doug Ibf now was, taking trap. You need to hold that guy. Yeah. Linda Cohn's height. Guys. No one is safe in this <laughs> monkey-ass seven o'clock hour.
1: He's a, he's a good golfer down there. I play with him a lot down in Adelaide. Yes, yes. I remember when I was uh, in contention at the open. Why don't you talk about the forty eight missed cuts you made? Missed forty
4: eight in a
2: row? Yeah,
1: oh he missed an astronomical <laughs> he, he missed an astronomical amount of cuts in a row. I think it might be a record. It wasn't forty eight, but it was in the twenties. Didn't he get the Shanks? Uh, something like that. Shanks, yips. Nice guy though, sure. <laughs>
4: Sure, you met him many times. Had no, lunch with him. We no, really? no, don't know. Well, then you don't stand pitching, and that's okay. You want to say that again. I'm, I'm sorry? sorry. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Gosh. You want to say that again? <laughs> Oh my God, boy, they are really not happy in the EDF group. Yeah, because I've had a few. I've had a few
1: things I want to talk about. So,
3: are you someone, someone stop, <laughs> Grandpa. That's from three one four. Someone please stop the old man and get him help. That's from Patrick. He's over at Macalotta. Dim is like Kyrie on the Cavs. Just get the ball to La- La- Iggy and let him cook. That's from the White Collar Gangster. La- Cut yeah. his damn mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's from three one four. Iggy, <laughs> Iggy, you are our. Ian Baker Finch. That's from the that's from the 830 Recreator. No one, and I mean no one, cares as much about anything. Like the Windsock cares about who calls the last ball of an event that's on the fringe of national awareness. That's from the Grease effect. Okay, someone else talk, please. That's from the three one four. I agree. A lot of
1: people probably don't care. It's no big deal who's calling it. But I no, do, because when works. I talk about Mike Tariq always showing up at the big events and kind of shoving everybody out of the way, and I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear you in Butler <laughs> Cabin <laughs> with Curtis bad. Strange.
4: But I've explained let's it to you. Let's go to, to Mike
1: Tariq. Curtis, and then he starts doing the play-by-play. He goes, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a big week here because they changed 17. All right, let's go to 14. Curtis has got a putt here. And for like 10 minutes, they do
3: play-by-play. What?
4: Just get out. Oh,
3: Oh, anyway, I'm done with that <laughs> that <try it. laughs> uh, The Loomster says, if y'all going to criticize the guy, you've got to give him his flowers as well. Plowsy's drop game's been fire lately. That's from The Loomster. How about that, Plowhawk? Huh? That's from The Loomster. And he was a listener of the year candidate at the year-end awards.
0: Yeah, he's like a frenemy. Like, we always go back and forth, and, but I think we have a great respect. Game-recognized game. Recognized game. Yeah. Hose do, too. I think that's what it is.
3: And can
1: I ask, will Joe apologize to me on Monday <laughs> when we find out Dan Hicks is not in the 18th booth? Uh, Joe, are you planning
3: on apologizing to uh, Iggy? Uh, you can uh, text me uh, at uh, my phone number, which is very active this morning as well.
2: Another day
5: is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
3: what we've talked about with some of our sponsors. And uh, and it comes from a loyal listener to the program who did business with uh, James Carlton. He said, I'm catching up on yesterday's show and just listen to James Carlton in studio. It compelled me To exactly what he mentions, which is to celebrate the sponsors of this asinine show. James Carlton has been my family's insurance agent for a handful of years now. I went to meet with James exclusively because of the show, candidly. I didn't even know who my insurance agency was when we met, and it just goes to show what a relationship, or lack thereof... Uh, some insurance agents have in that industry. James and I spent most of the time talking Mizzou and Power Mizzou. I know, embarrassing. And I immediately felt the connection. I called in at the time to share this story, but I want to share it again. Fast forward a few years, and my wife and I were greeted with our first child, albeit 10 weeks early. We lived at the NICU for a month and a half, and it was the most emotional and challenging time of our lives. One evening, after 16 hours at the hospital, my exhausted wife and I found that our catalytic converter was stolen off of our vehicle directly out of the hospital parking lot. As the proverbial weight of the world came crashing down on our shoulders, all we could do was cry and hold each other. The next morning, I called James. He made the entire claim process a simple and secondary conversation as he instead focused on the well-being of me and my family. Whatever a therapist's hourly rate is, I owe James that times 100. We spent 30 minutes talking about life, struggles, successes, and the light at the end of the tunnel. It was the catharsis I needed to take a step forward and know that everything would work out in the end. To top it all off, 10 minutes after hopping off the phone, I received a DoorDash gift certificate directly from James to take a little stress off our shoulders. Simply put, I never thought I would consider my insurance agent a friend of myself and my family, and yet here we are, all because of who advertises on TMA. I could waste more of your time talking about Mark Hanna, Design Air, and all the other incredible sponsors I support and have supported over the years, but I'll save that for the next time I send you an unsolicited email. Now that's what I call getting better at teasing. Thanks Mm. for listening. And that comes from a gentleman. Now I believe he's good with me using his name because he signed it, Tim Barnes. So, uh, Doug, uh, how about that? That's James Carlton. He is my insurance agent. He's the Plowhawks insurance agent, and that is why we love him. He is online at carltoninsurance.net. I am telling you, not all insurance agents are the same. And if you have the same kind of experience with your current insurance agent, make the switch to James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. He made reference to Mark Hanna, who's a wonderful gentleman as well. Jackson, you work with Mark Hanna. He's online at evergreenstl.com, Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. Tell the people about Mark.
5: Well, uh, I work with Mark Hanna, of course. I've been working with him for a few years now. We talked about Prado earlier in the show. He works with Mark Hanna. I know Doug has worked with Mark Hanna. Oh, yeah. And I know many of our listeners have worked with Mark Hanna, and I hear the exact same thing every time. That Mark Hanna is a world-class guy. And more yes. so than that, he's a world-class financial advisor. When you can have both of those things, that means you can have a lot of trust in your financial advisor. And when things change, because we all know that life changes like crazy – when things change, you can go on the phone with Mark Hanna, you can adjust things, and you know that he'll be there for you, and you know he'll have the best expertise possible because he conveys his message so well to his clients. That's why I work with Mark It's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna.
3: That number is 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. How's
4: his communication skills, Jackson? The great. The oh,
3: that... great communicator.
4: <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. Consider a Roth IRA. Nice. That's the Good. kind of things he That's says. Text.
3: Text mm. it. Uh, Producer Joe says, I sent the screenshot from NBC Sports Group Pressbox.com. Right. It shows Hicks as play-by-play, and I've emailed the link to you, and I feel all right. Mm. It also, said, it also says right.
1: Mike Tirico play-by-play. It also says Steve Sands play-by-play. What's Steve Sands? Sands-y. Tiger calls him Sandsy. All right, so you have four of them, but there's only going to be one in the 18 tower, so... I don't know. It's maybe all they, about the 18th. Maybe power. they switch. Maybe they switch back and forth like they used to.
3: Back, back,
1: back, you know, and forth. If they like start. That
3: Leah. Am I right? Did she pass away in 2002? I don't know the years, Tim. Yeah, plane crash, I think. Yeah. Is it possible
4: that they have Tarico at 18, so he'll be doing the interview with the winner, and it's all over, and present the trophy, and that kind of thing?
1: I'm sure he'll be down there doing that. Um,
4: <laughs> and that upsets but they, you too. But they do it
1: sometimes when there's, a, you know, a broadcast that's going to go on for like 10 hours. They'll start with the group, and then another group will come in, and then so maybe that's it. But I just said Mike Torico's in the 18th hour. He's calling his 25th British Open, and they brought they brought uh, Nick Faldo in, who is retired, but they're going to bring Nick Faldo in to do analyst too.
4: Well, that would probably really chap your ass if <laughs> if Hicks is replaced halfway through when Tarico takes the back half.
1: No, it don't matter. But it's just don't say it. Don't, don't matter. problem it, with doesn't, that it
4: doesn't matter. No, we well,
1: died no one. Now they are having they are having one, 50, 50 right. hours 50 hours of coverage. So. You know, you can't have, you're on the air from, you know, 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock, whatever. You can't, you can't have everybody, you can't have a guy doing that much, so they do half and half. Yeah. No. You know, on CBS, a lot of times they have Steve Sands and uh, maybe faxing in the booth
4: Okay, that's <laughs> enough! And then that they, is enough golf announcer talk!
1: And then uh, Jim Nance will come in the booth halfway through. So maybe that's what they're doing. I, don't, I just <sighs> saw where he's in the 18th booth. Okay. And then you have Jimmy oh. Jimmy Roberts doing his essays, like we really need those. Here's a history of Liverpool back in 1840. Old Man Sampson built the first hole here at Liverpool. There's a there's a nice little clubhouse.
4: Old Man Sampson? At least his name wasn't Johnson.
1: I, I'm talking about British Obes. I thought I'd throw somebody else in there. Okay. It sounds somewhat Irish. All right. Anyway, it'll be good coverage. I'm looking forward
4: to it. Uh, it sounds like you're not because you're really so
1: unhappy think. with the announcer. No, and Mike Tirico is good. He did golf for a long time. But. Obviously, because this is like this 25th, 26th U.S. Open, so. Yeah. But. But I don't like if they're going to throw Dan Hicks out. Now, if they're doing half and half because they're doing a lot of coverage, then fine. <clears throat> I'll apologize. He's not taking over for Hicks. But if I see him in the booth for the whole thing and Dan Hicks is, let's go to Dan Hicks on
3: 13 Tower. Who I don't like to? that they I mean, threw him in a tower.
4: what the hell is going on? Who will you complain to?
1: I'm not going to complain to anybody. I said I won't be happy.
3: Well, KG and Oton just texted, and, hey, guys, hope you don't mind, but I booked Tariqo for 9:15 today.
1: Oh, good. I'd like to have <laughs> yeah, him on.
0: Maybe you yeah. could take your place.
3: <laughs> yeah, you uh, if you have a number for Tariqo, I'll
1: eat my hat.
0: Oh. Wow. Get on that, KG. Yeah, I think KG
3: might we do everything he
1: can now to get it. Yeah, he's not on Facebook or Instagram, so you can't send him a message and say, I reached out. Mm. last time i texted tariko he didn't get back to me so maybe he's mad at me
3: oh now that please tim just old yeller his ass that's from the slippery turtle i thought you said you were done that's from the 314 he is senile lock him into a maximum security (laughs) unit at delmar gardens and sparish his crap it's from the shrewsbury seat sniffer for the love Of God, please talk about SEC media days or something, (laughs) literally anything. I'd be okay with hearing about the trip to the Smokies and the White Castles over this. That's from Al in Dadeville. Okay.
1: We'll tell you, last time he got back to me, 2019. Kenny, take off now. Land at 1115 (laughs) Eastern. We'll text you when I land. And then, hey, Mike, Kenny Stroud in St. Louis, any chance you have a few minutes to join us on our radio show over the phone in the
3: next two hours and no response? Cajun Otan has his number, apparently. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Dougie's going to join us live Seems from like Car News TV. Yeah, that'd be great to have. 9-15. Uh, he uh, did a segment yesterday with uh, Rich Lerner, Randall Chamblee, and Brad Faxon getting ready for the Open, which will get underway in less than 24 hours. You'll wake up tomorrow and be able to watch Ricky, Ricky, Ricky out there as he wins his first major Championship, It's going to yeah. be fun.
4: I'd pull for him over anyone else, I guess. You know, his like ball see he seems like a great guy.
3: Uh, I'd love to hear Jackson give a breakdown of Barbenheimer. I like it when he talks cinema. That's from Mr. Licks. Jackson, did you go on your uh, your Barbenheimer showing last night? I saw
5: Oppenheimer last night.
3: Uh, good oh, it? or bad.
5: Uh, I need, like, time to digest. Um, do do you have a problem
3: with that?
4: Why do you need uh, this? Another
0: 48-hour situation? <laughs> got Ebert over here.
5: Like it's 180 minutes, and it is just wow. I, I I did I did like it a lot. I'll just I'll say that.
4: What do you mean it's wow? You mean it's intense?
5: Yeah, yeah. I would.
4: Uh, is that
1: think... about the kidnapping of kids?
4: Nope. <laughs> no, that sounds kidnapping of, of
1: kids. Sound of freedom. No.
4: This is...
1: In a three-hour movie, do they stop for an intermission for like bathroom breaks? No. No. No, sir. No. A three-hour movie doesn't take a break? No.
4: When was the last time you went to a movie and there
5: was an intermission? <laughs> Hateful Eight. <laughs> Quinn Tarantino's Hateful Eight. The greatest story ever told?
0: I ripped a dart during Elvis. I went outside. I couldn't <laughs> do that. <it>. Oh. <laughs> Could have
5: done
3: that the whole movie.
5: Yeah, the so movie
0: was good, yeah.
3: But you're having a tough time finding the words to describe how great it was? Is that? Is that it? Well, this, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, P- Christopher Nolan
5: movies are like... I, this is not the first time I've left one of his movies and, like, needed time to digest it. I probably just need to go see it again, but it's what not... What do you mean a, a time project. to digest it? I, I don't know how to explain it, Doug. It's just, it's it's a lot, there's a lot in it. So is it good or bad? It's good. Mm-hmm. And this is the guy who, who came up with the
4: nuclear bomb?
5: The ato- Yeah, the atomic bomb. Yep, it's about, the Ma- story of the Manhattan Project. And it's about the stuff. U.S., what, taking him from Germany to Mm-mm. bring him
4: here? Mm-mm.
5: No, uh, I don't want to give away plot points. Just, uh... The only thing I'll say is there was extended periods of the movie where I did not blink. Wow. I didn't
4: blink. Now That's you got how dry I
5: was eye.
3: watching uh, Keisha Gray's Gang oh. so is... right. Same feeling. Wow. Yeah. Doug, let's go tonight. It's not out until Friday. Jackson has inside word! How the
4: hell did you see it if it's Paul not All Horton Watkins Friday?
3: graduates. What's up? Uh, What's press up? Cre- <laughs> press? It was a press screening.
4: Oh, oh no. why did you get the press screening and we didn't?
5: What
3: a one ESPN. The perks of the business, brother. Sad. HD1 on Yahoo's. Yeah, And my mom was a film critic for years. What no. Oh, nepotism in the nepotism. central corridor. Nepo you know, baby.
5: Nepo baby. Did Doug, everybody? a SAG car you could have went. Yeah,
0: no, I was on strike. I
4: will get you in. It's just a sad car. So this
0: press release, did it come with like a 95 bottle of Dom? or? Probably. Kind of sounds very ritzy. Very fancy, uh,
3: Mr. Lick says Jackson's actually waiting for his favorite pop culture writers to come out with a review, so he can just parrot whatever they say. Oh. Mr. well, I He's can't buried. like give
5: like a full review till eleven a.m. this morning, so per the request of the screening. So yeah, a lot uh, of times, uh, abide yeah, have, abide to that. You yeah, know, I the like embargo, the people are very like nice there.
1: Yeah, Sounds like the All Star Game. They'll send uh, they'll send who was uh, elected, but then they'll tell the media that you you have to. Embargo this until six o'clock when it's announced right so I'll and respect there's you. always a couple of sports writers that will think they I got breaking news here. He made the all-star game and they'll break that embargo just so they can say they were
3: first And they lose their credential
2: mm.
3: Jackson, let me guess. You saw it at the Frontenac Theater. That's from Sweet, oh, Sweet I Kai. Bet he,
5: I bet he did. Ronnie's. I wouldn't know.
3: That wouldn't be a Frontenac. Okay. Wow, Ronnie's. Man of the people. Well, yeah, I mean... Did you Oppen- do that just for the Balloon Party audience?
5: Oppenheimer's going to be on every screen in the nation. Frontenac usually plays more art house, independent movies, wow, that's which I good. still love, which I love as well.
1: Any bigwigs there? Eric Mink? Anybody like that?
5: Uh, I didn't... Me. No one had name tags. Gosh, you're going I was, back a long ways. It was a business trip for me, baby. I was locked in. That up. A
4: business trip. It wasn't a business trip. It was a
5: joyride. It was both. That's the fun of it. It wasn't that's, a business that's, that's, that's trip. That's the fun of going to the cinema,
0: Doug. Oh, for Pete's sake, shut the jack o' lantern oh. up. Doug, they all want us done. <laughs> hey, man, Jackson's been talking. <laughs> right. well, who's the jack o' <laughs> Yeah, because
1: Jackson's been talking, and he's been doing a good job breaking down a movie that he can't talk about. Yeah, we're doing film reviews now here. If you're
0: an
4: an elitist film critic, do you (laughs) say things like, well, I need 48 hours to (laughs) to process what (laughs) I've just seen? It's more
5: so that, uh, like, yes, it's that, because I do need time to digest it. But I am respecting the wishes to not give full reviews or talk about it What
3: would you rather do? Mm. Give the review of Oppenheimer within 48 hours or penetrate a birthday hole?
5: Huh, like what? 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 Do I need more time to digest? Oh.
3: Well, I mean, you've given forty-eight hours on both. So, which one would you rather do with the sense of urgency?
5: Probably the Oppenheimer review. Why this guy doesn't mm. want anal at all? It's not really my bag. How okay. do you know? Do you try it? Right. That's fair. Nice. But there's some things I feel like that rule doesn't apply to everything.
1: I mean, no, it doesn't. You can try it on a guy. If you like it, then you don't have to. Bother the girl with it. That's some good cool. advice. What do you right think there, about Riggs? that,
0: Jackson? You yeah. think that's awesome? Really good stuff. That there. sounds great. <laughs> I think it's all about the mental grind of it. um You know, Who where that talking whole about? mental grind don't <laughs> take long actually. doesn't no, <laughs> it doesn't take long. I'm at like the anal. So I'm not talking about the guy situation. I'm talking about like when you're when you're about to in your head. You're like, oh, where's this whole gone? You know, when's the last time she, has she eaten Mexican food? You know, went the last time she pooped. So I mean, all that, like, it, it's all about how you can compartmentalize, like, your thoughts. So I think, I, I respect the porn star. That's really, that's like a kicker in the you. fourth quarter. You're talking, you got a 55-yard. It ain't a chip shot. You got wind oh, left to right. Good for you. Hook. I mean, it's a lot to work with and a lot to think about in order to perform. and oh. it's a challenge.
3: Guys, I love Jackson, and I loved the deep dive QFTA episode on him this week. But for him to become a true star, we've got to fix his grammar. He keeps saying, he is much better than I, or they're much better than I, for examples where he keeps using subject pronouns as an mm-hmm. object. Thanks. That's from the three one four. I, I
5: do have to get better at that. My dad always criticizes right. My yeah, dad that, and my mom both.
3: My dad an t- edu-
5: education guy and my sure. mom a journalist. Make they're sure.
1: sticklers for grammar. How many sure. people listen to this show for the grammar?
3: Uh,
5: I hope it's, none. It's just good to better yourself in any aspect I'm you can. too late for that for me, so.
3: Uh, breaking news just came across my desk, what? and this in is world? urgent here. Uh, otown Town uh, stands by. Mike Tirico is booked at 915. He has sent in his phone number, and he says, Iggy, let me know if you want some Andrea's barbecue sauce on your hat when you eat it. Oh. Holy moly, cockatoli. <laughs> yeah. What a moment.
1: Looking forward to it.
4: You think you can really get him on? No. Would we accept him? If he agreed to come on, we'd take him, right?
0: Sure. I mean, need I mean, I'm you to marry him, Bill. It's up to Tim. It's, it's up to so Tim, but... Hard. I am all for Mike Tariq. I'm a professional. I'm
1: not going to say, what are you doing on that You're everywhere? I'm not going to trash him on the air. No, you not I'll don't, talk golf food. with him. Okay. It's just my opinion. Oh, you're a baby. You're backing down. No, he's a guest. So I'm not going to say, how come you get on all these broadcasts? You just sneak in there at the last minute because you want the big ones?
4: Well, Francesa does that.
1: Well, um, <laughs> this isn't Tiki Barber. Really yeah. So, if he... He's not coming on, but don't be saying backstage so he isn't coming on you don't believe no just like when I did it with. did you uh, say
3: you would eat your hat though if he had his phone number yeah
1: well let me see because I got his phone number too so here he sent
3: it in oh man that bill here it is bill's hole how are we going to know if
4: that's just his number or just a random number
3: well Iggy's Iggy's got Tariko's number so he's calling it up okay right now Yeah. Papa Pigeon Tits is shaking oh, his boots. Sets from Susan
2: Timbers. <laughs> pigeon. T-
3: <laughs> he couldn't get, I'm trying to get Ella Reese on. <laughs> and he said he's working on that for me. I'll just reply to one of her IG so got, stories. Boy, this is tough to find these uh, names in your phone, I guess. A lot of burners. A, a lot of burners. <laughs> a lot of dog avatars. <laughs> what what, why is this taking so long? I'll, I'll do it if you need to. Type it, in He's got his number. President's oh, number. number. Oh, he's made confirmed. That
0: is. Now you gotta eat nugget. your hat.
1: <laughs> no, I'm get. Now you be honest with me. Who are down at ESPN did you call to get his number?
2: <laughs>
3: Who down at ESPN? Like he What's called it? Bristol, or he's called on no. the hallway. You gotta but call somebody Ryder. to get the number. He's well, I'm just saying just he didn't, didn't have the number. That's why I said he I don't doesn't know, KG have KG the number. it. KJ O'Connell knows the people on 101 that
5: well. Plus, Ryder would not have his phone
0: number. I don't know
5: if Ryder
1: that's would not give it to KJ. Well, I'd like to know. Eat the hat now! I just He's like to know. Just out of curiosity, how you have his phone number? Well, eat. everybody gets the number from someone else. Well, he's not even in, in a sports business. Why would he
3: need Mike Tarico's number? I'm just curious where know. he got it. He wants he... to show Tommy Madden. He's worthy of no, a full-time just... gig, and that's what's going on right now, Doug. He's out here dunking on everybody. He really is. Now, where would you start?
4: you write the bill. You take Eating a bite the out of hat. The there used to be a commercial right campaign in... <laughs> years ago where people would take a bite out of there. Remember that, Iggy?
1: Yeah. Well, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was made out of straw, something like that. Those... <laughs> yeah. Those campaign hats.
4: I forget what it, what the commercial campaign was for people would take a
0: bite I'll out of their. I love the text. Eat the hat. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, you know, be honest. Uh, you didn't have the number. I'd like to know where you got the number. <laughs> he got Uh-oh.
4: the number. You didn't have it either until someone gave it to you.
1: No, I said you don't. You don't have his number.
0: And he just gave he just you the number. Where did
1: you get the number? Because until you got it, you didn't have his number.
0: Well, you well, knew that, he didn't a, have Tariq's number originally. That's the truth
4: about every number, isn't it? Until you have it, you don't have it.
1: I'm just asking.
3: Oh, no. Nummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> hattie, Hattie. That's from KG at O-Town. No. Is he going to eat this hat live on the air or not? Take a, take a bite. Slather that hat up in Andrea's barbecue
1: sauce. That's from Mr. Sires. <laughs>
3: maybe he got, to my,
1: maybe got into my phone when I was out smoking one You think
0: he acted out full? Well,
1: it'll be the first time somebody stole my numbers.
0: If Kg oh, hacked into gosh. your phone. I doubt Mike Tarico's number would be in the top ten things he'd be looking for. Probably text history, Google history, Cockpicks galore. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Maybe he was looking for Tiffany and he found Tarico right there.
0: Ooh, Tiffany. Who's Tiffany? Tiffany Smooth? one from
1: PP Corp? No, that's more his genre of music. Tiffany and that who's that other girl he's following with twenty followers on his. Cassie. No, Cassie, Cassie
3: Moore. Who's Tiffany?
1: Singer. She's in Playboy. <laughs> Come on, on. come on. Who in the hell? Brother. You never heard of Tiffany? No. Tiffany and uh, Debbie Gibson. What is
3: her? Oh, you're going back to Tiffany from, like, the mall tours in 86. Yeah, that's a I thought we were talking about somebody in 2020. Oh, no. (laughs) Like it's a new Taylor Taylor Swift genre? Back in the
1: Debbie Gibson era where they had a a feud going on, so they were both in Playboy.
3: (laughs) They solved their problems by posing nude?
1: I asked her, I said, were (laughs) you upset because she got the cover and uh, you didn't? She goes, no, because she decided to show more than I did.
0: (laughs) Imagine instead of a bare knuckle brawl you go, who can show more in the latest edition of Playboy? Well
1: Tiffany went full frontal and Debbie Gibson didn't. Well she won. Anyway, congrats if you got the number. I still don't think he's coming on. But congrats. Eat hat. I'm not gonna eat the hat.
4: <gasps> can you can you lick it or something? It's something that's
1: up. something you just say. I'll eat my hat if you do not <laughs> Whoa. I'll walk a mile if they do. I'll I'll go sleep on a billboard if they do. I
3: will not rest until we see the hat digested by the traffic <laughs> cone. Eat the damn hat! <laughs> I can't eat the whole Some thing. Some Susie cream cheese. You'll
4: choke. Just a nibble nibble on it a little bit. Hey,
3: you gotta try at least.
1: What do you mean try it. You yeah. said you'd eat the hat. Take a bite out of it. It's not that
5: bad. We're only good as our words. All right, He's All gotta right. do it. Thank you.
2: The the hat's oh, off. <laughs> oh, there. oh! Oh! I
4: took one full bite at the bill.
1: There, it won't uh, it won't bite. Uh-huh. The cutting color
2: looks good.
3: Thank you. Oh, yeah. I need a cut <laughs> The
2: right.
0: Dolly, uh, Dolly
3: Parton and yeah. then uh, it seems like Miley Miley, but was it wasn't
0: O'Rean was it? Well, it was I mean, that just hurt his hair Starring Jolene. Yeah, Jolene, but I uh, remixed it.
3: Please wait to eat the hat till later I want to be there for this. That's from KG and O-Town We well, got to come in to call Mike Tirico
1: mm.
3: So nine. is Mike Tarico coming on at nine fifteen? I don't believe so. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, right, if he does, I'll, I'll tip video. my
1: hat because I, tip I don't it even, to read it. I don't even know why we wanted to why I was trying to get him on a couple weeks ago. Something major in golf or something, and I wanted to get him on. The Senate hearings? And I sent him a text. I said, Can you join us in tomorrow in the next or in the next two hours? He didn't get back to me. And he knows me. So that's, that's an
3: aggressive ask though, of anyone. What? Well, I mean for a guy of that stature to come on any show much less this one well and he's done he in, it in the, two hours
1: he's done in the past to me but normally he get back to me uh, this time he didn't so um and he knows who i am so i'm just surprised that he's over in over in scotland
3: can just complete submersion butterfly your hat like all that facebook live Paola ditch carp that's from carlos spicy leader
1: no that's not Paola.
3: If we just cut off Ken's weekly shipment of charity fish, he'll eat that hat. He'll have no choice. That's from Arbor Day. People no. are not going to let this hat thing go. No, well, I there can't are eat probably it. Probably hundred texts about that. I just
1: bit it. So if you want to take a screenshot from YouTube and use that, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's a figure of speech. You can't eat a hat.
4: Well, if the hat were made of something edible, you could. If it was.
1: Well, yeah. Also, if panties were made of something edible, i I'll eat the panties. Uh, Cut that off. Right. Well, some uh, people, they do make edible panties. Nice. They don't make edible hats.
3: A lot to work with for the design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The morning after at InsideSTL.com is where you can send your email for our design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, you know, yesterday we were talking about the forecast. We were talking about rain, and this gentleman right here, the biggest critic of Mike Tirico's broadcast schedule, Uh, Stepped up, Doug, and said it's not going to rain in St. Louis Mm -hmm. and said the storms were going to move south. And, Iggy, at least on that first storm system, you shipped it. Dalhousie was hit. St. Louis was spared. Design Air and everyone in the audience very grateful for you calling your shot. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client? I mean, how do you feel about it? I'm pretty it?
1: sure somebody in the text inbox said, I'll eat my hat if it doesn't rain. So Uh-oh, whoever oh. that was, grab a hat.
5: It rained on my way home.
1: No, it
5: Uh-oh. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what, was I dreaming? No, 2.45, I, I was driving down Lindbergh, and it was raining on The it.
0: clouds were just sweating. Okay.
1: <laughs> you call, Well, and also, um, I was talking about the storm. That's They said fair. between 9 and
5: noon. Yeah, it was like 10 minutes. Earlier. And it
1: never rained, and I said it wasn't going to be a storm. A few drizzles. That doesn't count. It didn't stop anybody from doing anything yesterday. That's true. If you're out playing golf yesterday, you continue to play
0: golf. Did you ball strike, play Uh no. I I grabbed my clubs out, so I think I want to play today. Oh, nice. What yeah, are you playing. I don't know. Gateway wouldn't be terrible. I'd like to house Forest Park. I don't know if that's that's
1: uh, Jackson's. I'm just going to Normandy. There's only about a probably less than a month left before they close.
0: Yeah, actually, that's not a terrible option either. I got to play it. I got to play
3: it. I like to go out there the last day. They're open and play the last day. We got rained on multiple times yesterday at some Herb's Hog. Oh, God.
0: Uh oh. (laughs) We got a situation.
3: (laughs) How bad bad were the storms?
1: Yeah, tell me. We were talking storms. How bad were the storms? And if you got a couple of drizzle drops, you're going to say that rain go right ahead. (laughs) Matt Chambers was in rolled up sleeves mode.
3: Well, well, he at rolls th- up his sleeves, too. Look
4: at this cell. Right. Okay, now watch it with, the, with Doug's big channel.
1: <laughs> well, your big channel's wrong more than anybody. No, they're oh, not. Oh, oh. No, they're not. <laughs> I, we, I had a, my niece, uh, Emma, had a birthday party Saturday, 10 years old. Uh-huh. And the app said 0% chance of rain. As it rained for 45 minutes, and went back to the app, and it said 70% chance of rain. So you change it as you go. But if you're going to change it, why don't you just say 100%? Because it's raining. Well,
4: they change it based on where the clouds they, are coming
1: from. Yeah, they change it based on whether what happens. 0% chance of rain means it's not going to rain today. Well, guess what? It rained. Oh. Mm. And Then you go to the opposite, 70% chance of rain. Well, it's raining now. Why don't you say 100%? You're how, changing it as you go.
4: How is it that you're the only meteorologist who knows what's going to happen? And I'm
1: not even a meteorologist.
4: But how is so it? Better. Are you some sort of meteorological Nostradamus? Well,
3: I nailed it yesterday. He did. They didn't. He said the storm was going to move <laughs> south, and he called it. Uh, guys, if KG and O-Town doesn't want Iggy's chair, that's a problem. That's from the hunchback of Von Castle. You can book all the guests you want. Go through Tim. If he wants him, go get him.
4: Yeah. How do you get that number?
1: We don't do a lot of guests on the show. No. So there's really Take no Take Mike business. Tirico for the open. Right. Well, it's not going to happen, but...
4: <laughs> you hope it doesn't happen at this point, don't you?
1: No, I don't really care. No. Be a good guest if he comes on. Okay. And I'll tip my cap that I'm not going to eat. <laughs> to him. But it just it's just amazing to me that I mention my Trico and he all of a sudden has a phone number and books of it nine fifteen. Sounds kind of odd, doesn't it? Well,
2: he did have the. Kerry
3: numbers. Davis has won a Super Bowl, and now he's in the Michelob Ultra oh. Studios. I hope he's the one. That I bet gave he had a Tariqa. number from wow. yeah. You got Ladies to. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Kerry Davis. Oh. He is I L L. Plowhawk has a
0: soft cow. Oh, I love you, bud. We, we
1: were in the kitchen a few about a month ago, and I said, He goes, I want to come on with you guys. You can pop in whenever you want. We don't hey, care. You know, he gave
6: he we're always you. on all <laughs> day long. I hear. I hear. How well, you guys doing? Wonderful. Good, it's great right?
3: to see you, uh, Kerry Davis, on the opening drive with Randy Carey. As he is known on this show, Brooke Grimsley and uh, Matt Rocchio, uh, what is the topic uh, right now? Because I don't know if the fans can be real angry with the Cardinals in the middle of a winning streak, but yet we know they still somehow uh, are on yeah, the station. You know,
6: they are frustrated. Uh, <laughs> trade rumors are, oh, are really? just all over the place. Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Donovan's name was brought up. Oh, so Brendan no. Donovan, Donnie oh, no. Baseball. Wow. Um, who else we got? Obviously Tyler O'Neill and Jack Flaherty, Jordan sure. Montgomery, sure. Jordan Hicks. The
3: normal, sure, normal guys, the
6: normal but, ones. Uh, Brendan Donovan's name was an interesting one, intriguing one for today.
3: Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Who comes
6: up with these rumors? I don't know. It's why they're rumors. I don't know. I don't know where they they come from.
3: How do you enjoy doing sports talk radio having won a Super Bowl, played at the level you played? I would imagine the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm -hmm. uh, constantly under scrutiny in Pittsburgh.
6: Oh, yeah. it's Pittsburgh, the Steelers are so much like the Cardinals here in terms of the expectations to win every single year, win a championship, play in an AFC championship game. The Cardinals are expected to play in the NLCS and win a World Series. So there are so many comparisons in terms of the city, the the sports aspect of it. And so, yeah, it's a lot that that goes on and but I, I do I enjoy doing the radio. I enjoy being on with those guys and we, we have fun. We make it fun in the morning. It's early. Yeah. It's yeah. earlier than yeah. I'm accustomed to waking up over the last
3: 10 years, but sure. uh, I get, I'm used to it. You, uh, you're also a head coach. Yes. You know that, Doug? Yeah. I went out there and I uh, watched uh, Kerry's squadron uh, take on Kirkwood yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. If, uh, took, a it, remember, took a tough we're, loss. Took a tough loss. We're
6: right. a young team, though. We got a, we got a pretty
3: good team. In, in uh, Hazelwood Central. Yes. And uh, you uh, will be back in uh, on the sidelines again this year. How I do you like be, doing that?
6: I love doing that. That, to me, is probably uh, one of the best things, because you have an impact on kids' lives and – you know, I, I we send we've sent thirty five kids to college in my five first five. Is that years. right? Yeah, either partial or full full scholarships. Damn. And so, you know, that's one of the the best parts of it is seeing kids go off to college. You know, not having to pay for college, and, and we know how expensive college is. So that for me is one of the best parts of it.
3: Did you take any of Mike Tomlin's leadership and implement it in your head coaching?
6: Yeah, cause I am. Uh, Really no nonsense. Mike T was, uh, you know, he kind of, the standard is the standard. This is what we do. You, you know, we had a thing called the news uh, every Monday where he's like, I don't report the news. I mean, I don't make the news. I just report it. And so the news, you didn't want to be on the news because it was probably you man, doing some bad <laughs> things, not performing as well as you should have. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, we I, I, I take some things from Mike T. He was a definitely a great coach. He is a great coach. Yeah. has done a fantastic job.
4: Even though you've been in – college football locker rooms and NFL locker rooms. Have you ever been in one room with more machismo and more
6: testosterone than this one? Yeah, that, big, this room is, I, listen, yeah. I, I will be honest. I have been intimidated about this room because I don't know what the hell goes on oh, in here. Y'all, y'all go got the damn, yeah. the doors are blocked <laughs> right. off. Y'all the only studio you can't see in. Yeah. I don't know Reason what the that. hell goes on in here. So yeah. it scares the hell out of me. When I, I'm <laughs> like, all right, that's why I told you. I'm like, I may come in, I may not. I had to think about it. I had to, had to kind of feel it out for for yeah. a few months before I decided to jump in. We don't
3: like it either.
2: Yeah, it's,
6: it's scary as hell, in here. I
3: don't know. <laughs> That's about half the size no. of the 101 studio. No uh, no windows. Yeah. It is very yeah, intimate. Yeah, yeah. uh Carrie, uh thank you so much for dropping I appreciate by. You, I mean, on uh, 101 One ESPN Doug, a lot of breaks, but the breaks are quick Oh, and yeah. they're in. Well, and I actually out.
6: have I actually have we had a taped interview. So oh, I wow. wow. I got sure. time. Who, 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 who uh, uh, Nazan. I can't think. He's a just drafted. He's a kid
3: from CBC.
2: Oh, right. all yeah, right. Yeah, baseball
6: player. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: He's a uh, let me ask you this. So, you get to play in a Super Bowl, have mm-hmm. a reception, correct? Am yeah, I right on two that? receptions, two reception. a
6: couple of kickoff returns, um, and I think a couple of tackles on special teams.
3: And, I mean, it winds up and, being one of the all-time oh, yeah. classics, yes. for the record. This is the uh, San Antonio Holmes Cardinals yeah. Super Bowl. Can you, in words, tell our audience what it's like to win a Super Bowl? And not just win a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl that looks like you're about to lose the game, too.
6: Well, that one was, I mean, it was so many highs and lows. Obviously, you, James Harrison had the big touchdown yeah. interception before halftime where he almost died at the end zone. End <laughs> zone. Uh, so you get that. And then we we go and score, um, and then Larry Fitzgerald takes a slant down yeah. the middle of the field, and you're like, oh, my God. And so now we get the ball back with a couple of minutes left kickoff return and now we have that drive and it's it's really you know you you try to tell yourself it's not that big it's just a game yeah yeah whatever the hell ever it it is a it's a moment where you know what this moment means because it's something you've been dreaming about thinking about were you know just processing your entire life so when tone catches that ball in the back of the end zone it's like a relief you're like oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. But now we're on kickoff. We're like, yeah. okay, we got to yeah. get this guy on the ground so our defense can get a stop. Uh, and then they got a sack. I think Lamar Woodley got the final sack. And now you're just like, it's euphoric. Yeah. Everyone is excited. And for me personally, it was special because we played that game in Tampa, and Tampa had cut me twice.
3: Oh. Bastard. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for they don't know to, talent.
6: They, they, clearly not. <laughs> for me to have uh, be able to win a championship in a city where I was cut by that team on two different occasions. Oh, yeah. For me personally, that was really, really special. Yeah, you ever wear your ring
1: or you just keep it in a
6: box? I don't wear it. I, I don't wear it out. I, I keep it in a safe. I'll bring it in here one day for you all. Yeah, I, I let's,
1: yeah, all let's take it. a yeah. look at that thing, man. It's,
6: it's pretty
3: gosh. I remember
1: when the Rams won and Jack Snow got one as a broadcaster, and he mm-hmm. brought his and because he used to do a show at 590, and he brought his ring, and that yeah. thing weighed about eight pounds.
6: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's I don't know
1: how big. you put it on your hand. I put it on mine. It fell yeah. down.
6: <laughs> it's pretty it's, – it's not something you would just wear – Daily. Orlando
4: yeah. Pace Points. brought his into Channel Four once. It fit on my leg. Apple <laughs> 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 An monitor. Yeah.
3: Best yeah. player you were on a football field with? Peyton Manning. Didn't even hesitate. Yeah, wow. A,
6: it was, I mean, offensively, I would say Peyton. Defensively, I would say uh, Troy Polamalu. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. those guys, the way, and it's because of obviously they're talented, but the work ethic and their understanding of the game. Like Troy was different. Troy is funny. He's hilarious. He doesn't talk like, hey, <laughs> CD, Everybody, you're good. Okay. But he was such, he understood football at a level that, you know, most people would dream to. And yeah. Ryan Clark was a good friend of mine, obviously teammate. R.C. was like, CD, sometimes he just says, I see something, cover me. And so he's supposed to be in the back end playing cover two, covering half of the back end of the field. And he's like, no, I'm doing something different. And it works out. And we've been in meetings, and Mike T is like, Troy, I don't know what the hell you're doing here. We don't have this in our defense, but we're going to add it now because clearly you know better than we do. He was just a, a different person, and obviously Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning. Yeah. He, he he is as advertised.
3: Did you ever play at the Dome outside? I know you played with Illinois, right, Yeah. at the Dome. Did you ever play with anybody? Mizzou? A, at Mizzou? It,
6: Versus at the, yeah, the, yeah we played Mizzou there. But I'm
3: talking about with, did you ever go up against oh, the Rams? Oh, yeah, we played the Rams there okay uh, in 2007. How would you compare the Dome to the other NFL stadiums? Be honest.
6: I got i gotta, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, I got a staph infection, I think, at that
3: damn oh, Dome. Oh, no.
6: I oh. damn near lost my leg in my life <laughs> at that damn Dome. That, that, I, I, oh. I, I, I'm pretty sure, Oh no! I, I remember the play. It was, I caught a pass and my knee pad came up. I scraped the turf. I had just had. Uh, my knee was scoped. Oh, so you were raw then. My knee was scoped on Tuesday. I played on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, so... I'm pretty sure I got that staff infection. I, I, that was probably the most pain I've ever Dog, had in my life. Josh.
3: That dome destroys players from yeah. the backfield.
6: Reggie Bush had a little yeah, issue. Yep, yep. He sued. I should have. I <laughs> I, I, oh, no, it it's too late. It's too late. Let's get know. on that thing. The, the fact that, that
4: you though. got hurt and still played a couple days later, we got guys on this radio show that
6: don't come in when
4: their camper <laughs> doesn't start.
0: <laughs> okay, Doug is just flat lying now. But yeah, we do have. Take a... care of your ILL guy <laughs> here, man. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You've, yeah. Been, you've been going through it a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Fight. Through, man. Power through. Because uh, we would go on the road with the Rams, Doug and myself, and so we would see the other buildings in the NFL, and we were aware of that top twenty-five percent clause in the lease. Yeah. And I'd go, there's no way in the world the dome is even close to top twenty-five percent of the stadiums in the league. It, was, uh, it had to be. I don't know. I never yeah. been to Buffalo. You went to Buffalo. Did yeah. you ever play in Buffalo? I hear that one was rough. Did we play Oakland in was rough. And I don't remember playing in Buffalo. I think we Trying played. to think what else was, but I mean, the dome had to be one of the the worst in the NFL. It wasn't great. Right.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't great. It, it felt like concrete. It felt like, uh, yeah, it was bad. It wasn't great. Like I said, I got a staffing was face. Would you a
1: rather had, and I always like asking players, because I hate cold weather. And I look at Brett Favre. How can you play in green Bay all those years, man? It's gotta be brutal. Um, Pittsburgh weather in the winter is not great. Would you rather have been in a dome or you like playing outside? I like playing outside. Do you? Yeah, that's bad, man, especially
3: with Pittsburgh. Yeah,
6: we had a a rule offensively, uh, you know, we didn't wear sleeves. So you couldn't cover your arms up. And it was more of a mental thing because if you look at when teams come in there and it's December, January, Pittsburgh is right off the river. The stadium is right off the river. So it's freaking freezing in there and you got teams coming in there say they're from Miami or Atlanta or a dome team. They're like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. these guys are crazy. As hell. <laughs> they don't have sleeves on. So it was, uh, I would much rather play. And then you get to the sideline, you get to, we put coats on. So it's not like it's, yeah. uh, it's full when it's hot as hell. It, it, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, <don't> <laughs> you cramp up and feel like you're going to die.
3: How do you feel about, uh, Illinois, uh, going into this upcoming college football season? I was excited last year. I thought they
6: did a really good job. little, little, Bothered that they didn't finish it because they really had an opportunity to make it to the Big Ten Championship game. They lost a lot of their yeah, best Purdue. players. Yeah, Purdue game. They, they lost a lot of their best players. Michigan State another yeah, okay, game. I know, yeah. I shouldn't have lost that one.
2: Yeah.
6: Um, and so I don't know what this team is going to be mm-hmm. because Chase Brown. You could just turn around and hand him the ball and he's going <laughs> to do his thing. And so you lose a lot of the uh, the the secondary as well. So I'm I'm I don't know. I'm kind of taking the wait-and-see approach for them.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Plowhawk is a big Missouri uh, Eli Drinkwitz guy, and he yeah. believes. And you said yesterday you thought eight wins.
0: I, I did say if I was a betting man, eight wins. With the schedule as such, you got five autos, and then you can yeah. probably get your Vanderbilt in the South Carolina or a Kentucky or a Kansas State. You think college football can ever – I mean, I'm sure you see this. I mean, first off, you played in
3: played the mm-hmm. NFL. You won a Super Bowl. Pittsburgh, you are talking about how it owns the sports calendar there All with right. the Steelers. Missouri's in the SEC, Illinois is in the Big Ten, but I don't feel like when I'm talking college football and we have our hour of nonsense on, on balloon party, I just don't feel like the audience is all of that engaged as opposed to, let's say, if we were doing, you know, if you were doing a show in Columbus yeah. or even Ohio, Cincinnati, yeah. Cleveland, or yeah. any of the schools in the SEC. What do you think that's about, and do you, you gotta, think it can change? we to win. Yeah, people want to see
6: winners. I don't yeah. give a damn if you're losing. Right. Nobody, you want to see winners. You want to see championships. Yep. And Illinois and Mizzou haven't had those championship runs. They haven't had the sustainability to to be that successful over and over and over again. When you look at like Alabama and the Clemson's of the world, Ohio State's, Michigan, those teams are perennial winners. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma, you got all of these teams that are accustomed to winning. So you have fan bases that expect that. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't. Unless they start winning at that rate, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out.
3: Best college football stadium you've been in?
6: Oh, Penn State.
3: Penn State, yeah. Happy Valley.
6: Happy Valley is crazy. Is that right? Hundred thousand fans, all white. It is mind blowing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool.
3: How's it compared to the Big House?
6: The Big House wasn't as. Man, it was just. I mean, we played during the day, so yeah. we played during the day the couple of times we played there. But we played Penn State at night,
3: night yeah,
6: and it was loud. What about Columbus? Nah, same thing. Really? Like we, it, not a big deal. Like we, 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 we my, my, uh, four years in college, we went two and two against Ohio State. Damn, should have and should have been three and one. The year they won the national championship, we actually scored in overtime in the Big Ten, kind of. Did what they did. Were you on that team that, <laughs>
0: were you on the team that beat them when they were number one or number two?
6: We were we were on. Uh, With Juice and that? No, 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 no. That was um, a few years later. Okay. okay. We I, beat I, them. We, we took them into overtime the year they won the national championship against uh, Miami. We took them into overtime and we scored. And the referee said, eh, no, it's not a touchdown. So, yeah, they on,
3: yeah, right. so they were really uh, quite beneficial with oh, the officiating yeah. that year because oh, yeah. I know a lot of fans at the U don't necessarily feel like that was a... That would not interference The great Kerry Davis <laughs> has made a, an appearance here Appreciate in our closet near the restroom. Right. Doug, right. we got real right. knowledge for the first time and <laughs> I don't know, perhaps this show's history.
4: I just wonder if looking back on his life choices, if he had wished he had... Quit football and, and study journalism like you and I did at Mizzou yeah, and actually said exactly. something of himself. Yeah, I
3: mean, we, we've we've won a Super Bowl in journalism.
4: Right. Would you rather be on the field or in the press? Thank box? you. There he
3: goes, Kerry Davis of the opening drive. He told us that he was going to come by. I think he's been confused by this show, its mere existence, yeah. and also where it broadcasts from. And uh, and he has made it. He told me he was going to come in. Told me he was going to come in. And he delivered yeah. on him. I said, whenever. Just I said, you can't see
1: us, but you could if the red light's on. Just come on well, in. Well, ours
4: is the type of show where friends feel they can drop in at any time.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. Now we'll have to go. I'll go crash their show one day.
4: No, they didn't love... ask you to do that. I'm just waiting for Mike Tarico to step through that door next. Well, he's in England, so.
3: Oh,
0: so we got a well, private jet. He got a PJ. Yeah, he can fly back. You know, technology. They can do a lot of things now. Uh, People enjoyed Kerry Davis driving, by. He's, he's awesome really,
3: He's a really good guy Really mm-hmm. good guy Uh, Alright we will uh, Close out the Munga now St. Louis Acura On Toyota 7 o'clock hour We have the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown Doug Because now It's on, it's on to, to corner I love my team This week Wow, so look out. wow. Well,
2: well,
4: Watch out You Doug. should Because you get To pick it reason I say you that I usually There'd be no reason To ever not Like your team
3: <laughs> uh, Design air heating And cooling email Today is coming up At 945 Send your emails In for that This is the Ryan Kelly morning After from The Michelob Ultra Studios